time. Let's do this. Let's do it. Hi, Episode three twenty three. Hi, Sarah. I love that number. Gosh, you look pretty. Oh my god, thank you. You're one of those people that you really don't have to do anything. So, like, you always look pretty. And then when you slap on some paint, I mean, it's like friggin' L. McPherson over that here. Is, that's my whole plan. That is a smart plan. It's the best. I wear zero makeup 90% of the time, especially around my husband. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on and what he's does like, he say? whoa. Yeah. He used to say, and then I told him he can't do this because I don't like it. He used to go, there she is. Oh, there's no. my wife. And I like, but like he would do it cute. I would like come downstairs, I'll dress yeah. up. He goes, oh, there's my wife. And I want, I had to be like, for the record, I'm your wife all the time. Yeah. And like, so now he doesn't they do that. They kind of can't like, win. Yeah. That's Because totally if he didn't true. say anything, you'd be like, what the fuck? I put on makeup. Right. And he was totally just being sweet and nice. And I'm really starting to learn with all of this, with all the couples therapy I do, like not myself, well, myself too, but for people and like, you know, as their therapist and all the trainings that I go to that it's not really what anybody else says that's the problem. Mm. It's our own interpretation. The meanings that we attach to that are, and which is really all just our vulnerabilities. Yeah. So if we can just really get down to like, well... What's his intention or what's their intention? And what is it making me feel like right now? Then you can like talk about it and there's some, you know. Do you think that you'll ever, because I'm eight years older than you. So like, do you think there'll be a time that you'll be like me where you wear makeup every day? No. No. It's not your style. No. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this the other day where, so Land and I went to this event and I had spent time doing my eye makeup and like, didn't see it in like good lighting and then turned the lights on and was like, cause sometimes I do this thing where I don't turn all the light, like don't turn the bright lights on because I haven't done my makeup or my hair yet or whatever. And what? I feel like, so I'll like do my makeup or do my hair or something like with the lights. I don't know. It's a really Wait, weird in thing. in your house? Yes. It's only, okay. And is it for the purpose of you don't want him to see you? No. It's like, I don't want to see myself. <laughs> What's that so, Quasimodo or something where you can't look in the mirror? That's probably it. Or it's like, uh, so I'll, I'll do my hair first because it makes me real sweaty. And then do my makeup last. What makes you sweaty? Doing my hair. Okay. What is happening when you do your blow heat? drying? It's like a workout. It's like a not just the heat. Like the heat makes me sweaty. Okay. And then every you know I got so much freaking hair up here that it like holds the heat. Yeah. And so I just have to like cool it down with a blow dryer, or like with on the cool setting, or just like take a go in like air conditioning for a bit. Uh huh. And I don't like doing my hair with while I don't have makeup on because it feels like I it's not it doesn't yeah, ever look good. Right. You know. Right. So I'll keep the lights like. Mm-hmm. Not the main lights on, but you know, just a little low That's lighting. That's a fascinating thing that yes. you're do- describing. And every time Landon will come in and turn lights on, I'm always like, ah, don't do it. Turn look them away, off. Look yes, away. look away. So, like, that's my whole plan. But then I didn't go back and turn the lights on when I went to do my makeup. I was like in a rush and I just did it. Big mistake. Huge. I saw what it looked like. I'm like, well, this all has to come off. And so I did it in the car. Uh-oh. While we were in the back. Another mistake. No, it was the best. Come on. I spent five minutes on it. It looked better than what I did when I took a half an hour and hated it. And so I had this realization. I told Landon about this. I'm like, you know, I get zero joy out of doing my makeup. Other, We have a friend, Mariana. Shout out to Mariana. She's the best. She looks so amazing. She worked as a makeup artist. She loves doing her makeup. So it makes sense that she would dedicate the time to do it. I get no more joy 
out of the event if my makeup's really good or if it's not that you good. You are lying. I really don't. I've thought about this. The okay. outfit matters, but the, the the makeup to me just I don't really see that big of a difference in myself when Okay. So I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I wasting time? Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm just not gonna do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Wow. I did this in the parking lot like before I got into school. Well, it looks fantastic. I'm telling you, car makeup is my best lighting or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, and you really don't need any, so it's all right. So I'll no, allow don't it. Don't worry. Thanks. But I, when says. I went on road rules when I was That's 18, like when I kind of compare me mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then and now, I didn't wear a stitch of makeup, never thought about it ever, and then slowly over time, it was like this dizzying descent into madness. <laughs> and now I won't even, like we had my nephew here, Yeah, I won't even come out until it's wow, you're full. like one of those. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody should have to see. You know, that. you're definitely going to make some big shoes for Lincoln's wife to fill. Because he's going to be like, unless you do your well, face he sees every me day. regular. No, I know. But I mean, that's it. Just yeah. Adam and Lincoln. Yeah. You think if you had a daughter, you would be uh, like, what oh, would your rules on makeup be? That's really interesting. Because in theory, yeah. I wanted. To, I would love to say to my kids, "This, mm-hmm. you know, it's what's inside." Right. <laughs> That's a fucking lie, <laughs> and it is not what's inside that counts. I have learned this. I was just telling Sarah recently how it was a really harsh reality to find out that nobody gives a shit if you're a doctor. <sighs> what they care about is if you are young and beautiful, <sighs> and that is it. And I don't know what to tell you, but that's, that's true. The worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless you guys are going to change society, I'm going to have to put the face on before I <laughs> my bathroom. I think about Devin from my season of The Real World, and she would spend a long time on her makeup and really cared about it. And we would always, I mean, we'd ask her, like, you know, why is this important to you? Why does it matter? Because we would be late everywhere. Sure. And like, Devin, yeah. come on. And, like, she was late to one of her big interviews that, like, on the show and all this stuff. And I, okay. I know that it has to do with the amount of time that she dedicates to getting ready, or I think it does. And um, she would always say that my when I was growing up, my mom taught us that you can never leave the house without a full face of makeup because you never know who you're going to meet in the grocery store aisle. And I mean, she's, she's not, wrong, not wrong, right? But I just like I don't have that kind of time. I really I can't. I maybe maybe in the future though. Well, I think that you cannot predict how you'll feel when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm nine thousand yeah, years true. old. That's already started. I'm like. I, I looked this morning and I'm like, oh, that's, that's a new brown new. <laughs> spot on my eyelid. On my eyelid. Then now I have like put concealer on because it's like a big old dark spot. We're disgusting. Like, what is that? I think those are cute though. Like yeah. freckles, really. And they're totally coming back. My driving side of my face. Yeah. Sun that's what happened to my dad because he was a bus driver. Oh my God. So yes. he got the skin cancer just on that left oh. side. Oh. I should really be wearing more sun. I should be Because you do drive a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just fair. So from episode 323, you can take away that we're gross (laughs) and old. And And wear some sunscreen. (laughs) Right. Protect yourself. My little brother's already had skin cancer removed. And why should I, why am I not worrying about this? Yeah. Do like tattoos do anything about, do they protect you in any way? No. Maybe. Question mark. Question mark. It's I have possible. heard that if you have tattoos on your arms and you wear an Apple Watch, that it can't read it. Okay, what? I don't know. One of the girls I follow on Instagram, she's like an Instagram makeup gal. You know, for somebody who just talked about how much they don't <laughs> like to do makeup, I follow a lot of makeup accounts because yeah. I'm like, maybe they'll help. Um, 
And she was saying, oh, for the record, if you have tattoos, had to put it on like the other wrist or had to get like... So if you put it on your left arm, you think maybe the Apple Watch wouldn't work? This I, sounds I, and maybe it was the older model, dubious. maybe the new ones, but that's what she she said. And maybe what would the, possibly be the scientific explanation for that? I don't know. That's ridiculous. Yeah, She's true. an idiot. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh, it's nice to see you. You too. After that rant, people are going to be like, I know. Well, are we just listening to them at dinner? That, that's, sometimes that is what happens. I'm like, uh, Sorry. That's all right. Who cares? But I mean, if you do eat dinner and you don't get enough of your vegetables, then what you need is some ritual vitamins. Yes. I just re-upped. Did well, you? I mean, I, I didn't do anything. They arrived at my house. So. <laughs> That's the beauty of ritual. Thank God, or else I would have forgotten. It's a subscription service for vitamins, and none of us are really getting what we need from food because we're all definitely not filthy animals. I mean, are there a lot of vitamins in wine? <laughs> I want. I literally just thought. Does that count as like a grapes serving? Because <laughs> it's like fortified wine. There, that exists, right? But not let's fortified say you want to get in like you know fruits and veggies. Yeah, would a glass of wine count as a serving? Sorry, Susie, no. I think maybe, <laughs> maybe, but if not, there's always ritual. And like Sarah said, they just show up at your door because it's uh, on a timer. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this girl needs some more. Mm-hmm. We're gonna send them so you don't have to think about it. Um, whether you need. Vitamin D3 or omega-3 or one of the threes, it <laughs> fills in the gaps of your diet and you can pause it, snooze it, cancel it, whatever you need, no strings attached, and it'll help you, you know, live a more healthy, healthier life. Um, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during the first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women. It's a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash brain candy. Go for it, you guys. They taste like mint and they are time release, mm-hmm. so you won't feel sick. How many times do I have to tell you? Jesus. Yes. When I get pregnant, I'll be using those prenatals. Oh, yeah, actually, they... I should probably use it when we start trying. That's true. Yeah, yeah. One month from now. Are you feeling fertile? What's going on with mm, that? Not really. I'm too stressed. Yeah. I feel like there would be zero chance at survival at this point in time. For you and child. Both. Mother and child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but maybe after, you know, school's over. Yes. You that's can what our road trip in. is. Our road trip is the baby making road trip. Oh, really? I mean, that's what we're hoping for. In theory. Okay. I'm probably going to, if you, if I end up with a kid named Zion or Yosemite, <laughs> you'll know why. Sierra. Are you into that? Like naming them after? Cause I remember when Posh. Uh, Spice. Yeah. Victoria Beckham uh-huh. got pregnant and they named their kid Brooklyn. Yeah. And Roman. Oh. Don't they have a Roman too? Probably. I don't know. I feel like they I do. I quit paying attention after that Brooklyn. Oh. But don't they, they said, have another... What are their kids? I feel like they have another kid that's a little... They have a daughter have and another yeah. son. But they said that they conceived Brooklyn in Brooklyn. So that's oh. why they named it that. That's not something you want to hear as a kid. Yeah, no. What would your name be if your parents followed that? Mine oh. would be like fucking... Mine would be camping trip. <laughs> For real? How do you know and that? So the craziest is like, I don't know if it was a camping trip, but it was a, a trip that my mom, my dad, and then my friend Morgan's parents went on. And uh, they both got pregnant and I was two weeks late and she was a little bit early. So her birthday is the 4th and mine's the 25th. Are but you we kidding had, like, me? The same, like... According to our parents, they were like conceived. We like they conceived uh, like on the same trip on camping trips. No, it was like a trip, like a trip that the they went on. And a pe- oh, forget! Wait, first of all, a lot of people. 
in, in a nature tent? and t- totally get it. I am DTF on camping trips. <laughs> Why? In nature, I'm feeling well, real like that. Mother Earth. But I'm just saying, yes. you don't have an opportunity to really clean up, you know? Well, that's true. But It's just like a big old know. mess and dirt I mean, everywhere. I'm not going on like, like big treks over here. It's like just a, like an overnight trip but to the beach. On You're telling me you DTF in the tent? Totally. Scenario. Yeah. Holy And smokes. there's something exciting to me also about keeping it down. Having to like keep it down. Hush up. And I think because I really never, like I always had my own apartment. I always had, you know, I, I moved out so young. So you could R- be loud much, all the yeah, time. It was like you no never big had deal. to be careful. Never. Mm-hmm. And I never had to like, I never had to do anything. I didn't have sex in, in a car until I was probably like, oh God, it was Landon and I at an Andrea Bocelli concert. And that night will live in infamy. Yeah, landed in me at an Andrea Bocelli concert. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, uh, yeah, we definitely left early and did it in the pa- in the parking lot. But that was the first time, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting!" And like every, like, so many people have hooked up in cars because they couldn't. Yeah, but go that, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't. They like had to. But I was like seventeen with my own apartment, and I lost my virginity when I was sixteen. Good so Lord. it was a very small amount of time what? where I had to be right. Wow, wow, wow. Super loose over there. <laughs> Do my exercises. I just really thought that people would prefer to be comfortable, and camping is not comfortable. Mm, I mean, it can be. There's other elements, though, that make up for that. Like yeah. the, maybe getting caught. Yeah, it's things like exciting. That. Okay. Like, wow. You know. Okay, well, if I were named when I was conceived, oh, yeah. I would Back to be the original story. like. In between the commercials during <gasps> like the fo- the Steelers game, that would be, be my halftime name. show. <laughs> That'd be my name halftime show. Yes, it would be halftime Meister. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so count your blessings, Brooklyn Beckham. Right, could oh, be worse. That's what I was looking at, what her children's names are. Oh right, we got a little. Yeah, I was like, this. I got distracted with. Uh, we oh may or may oh, not Romeo. be Romeo. I was oh, thinking that Roman. was close though. Yeah, Harper, Cruz, and Brooklyn. Harper. You're not That's into a, that? No, I love it. Me too. I love it. Why I do love you love it? it? Um, I just think it's a great name. Mm-hmm. Do you have a reason? Yeah, because of Harper Lee, who's wrote oh, To Kill yeah, a Mockingbird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? That's a good, maybe that's a good compromise because Landon thinks that the best name for a kid is Atticus. I like that name. Ugh, go What's figure, wrong with you, you? I don't, I just feel like that's... It's too much of a stereotype or a like, cliche? I don't know. Atticus Patterson is like... He'd, he'd be a total dick. Total dick. You're so right. Right? Atticus, Atticus Patterson. Atticus Patterson. And then he's raised by me and Landon. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> Guaranteed. I need, like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, he had me because I like that name in theory, but not in not practice for, us. for you guys. Right? That's See? Not I'm like, not can't, can't work. Same reason why I didn't like, uh, what was the other one? Oh, my God. It was so, I was like, that's, we can't have that. It was like either, it was some, like, a name, like a, like a, general or a captain or oh like a, something like that it was like in that ulysses category not like of a person but like the at like the word like captain or general it was something like that major major mm-hmm. major i'm like major patterson with you no 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 between my impulsivity and landon's confidence that's definitely gonna be a you problem you can really for a kid. learn a lot about your partner when you're choosing a name. Yeah. And it does make you think like, why did I marry you? We've agreed on like <laughs> zero. <laughs> right. There's one that we have agreed on, Harlow. Mm-hmm. 
Because his dad's name is Harlan, yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, and as I mentioned in the previous podcast, the Harlow Monkey Studies is one mm-hmm. of my favorites that talks about how important it is for nurture. Okay, and so I, I was like, yeah, shout out to that the works. OG psychologist. So just there. fertilize that egg, and we can make this We're happen. Good. Right now, just get over here, I buddy. Can't do much more. Where is the camping tent when you need one? <laughs> Sarah. DTF. I'm never going to forget you saying that. I am DTF on camping trips. Which is extra hilarious since I just did one of my final sessions with my supervisor at school. It was like our clinic director and Mm -hmm. just now told her about the podcast and gave her my business card. So if this is the first episode you're hearing, Susan, I apologize. (laughs) Shout out to Susan. Shout out to Susan. You know what? She might be following you on Twitter too. So Really? Me, Susie? Yeah, because she's into all this stuff. That we're into. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll st- I'll keep my eye out for Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just got that. Susan and Susie. You just got that? Yeah, I that? don't know. I, I don't know. I, you're like Suze in my mind. and I. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah always texts me S-O-O-O-O-Z. Like yeah. it's several O's. Suze. Because it has to be like that. It's kind of like you're like. Ah! Like I have to say. Suze. Suze. It's kind of like how you say dude. Dude. Right. It's exactly like that. Because if I don't say Suze, I'd be saying dude. Well, since we're on the subject of having children, I I recently read an article about what the optimal number of kids is. Oh. Scientifically. Oh. Fun, huh? Yeah. Okay. Now, what are we basing the optimal number for what? Okay. Society? Uh, no. Human? Parents. Parents. Parent a joy or wellness oh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. A satisfaction okay. type okay. of thing. Okay. So what would be your guess? Well. Mine would have been two. That was always what I said because I would always say that it's the number where you can all fit into one cart at Disneyland. You can all ride on the same. Like when I was, we were always three, three kids. And so I was always the one by myself and I was the only girl. So I always had to ride by myself on those rides. You know, what's going on back there, Sarah? I just accidentally Sarah- rode all over the wall with my pencil. Cause I was doing very elaborate hand motions that you, none of you can see. And you can't hear cause she keeps turning her right. head away. Yeah, just, right. I should probably leave that focus. for later. Focus, focus. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's so a- I would say I would have guessed too, but now I kind of, Think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wait. Yeah. I now I would say zero. Right. <laughs> like based on actual evidence, Data, zero. Anecdotally, I would say zero. I mean, I feel like it's either going to be one of two things. Okay. It's either going to be three mm-hmm. or one. Okay. What is the answer? Four. Wow. Neither of those. Neither of those. But they can also what, fit on a thing at Disneyland together. True. What made you say those numbers, though? I can see well, why you'd say one. I said one because I just thought. You know, maybe the <sighs> you have a you have a kid. You can check the box. I was hoping that was going to be the answer. I know. That was like wishful thinking with one, but <clears throat> I said three. No, because three, then you have the odd man out. Yeah, four makes sense. Two or four. But here's the thing. Yeah, I don't want to raise four kids. I don't want. That's a know. lot of work. Hell no. That's a lot these days. Okay, so that's this the is- thing that's important. Is right now how much it costs for daycare? Please. Mm-hmm. At my seventeen dollar an hour job that, that I'm getting, so, as first a of all, stop saying that. That's not the job Sarah's going to get. I mean, I can't afford four kids. Okay, but it's good that you pointed that out because that's precisely what the article was exploring. Was yeah. that 
Of course, the number varies depending on the couple and their preferences and personalities and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the article was saying that if you enjoy kids, you know, enough, and if you do not subscribe to the societal expectation that they need to be involved in all these different extracurriculars. And they don't. That is all societal expectations. Yeah. For real. If you let go of that. Yes. Then four is the number. However, no one does that. Right. So then it's two or fewer Uh than. Yeah. Because everyone's like, they have to be on chess club and fucking soccer. Sorry, Linda. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? We were just talking about this in my clinical training this morning. What they how say? The, oh, the same thing. How there was one woman who was speaking about, she was speaking about herself, and she grew up in a family where they were Italian. They had eight kids. Mom was, they were all dirt poor. She said that we, they like had an outhouse yeah, and had to bring in like f- uh, uh, water to take Bed baths. Pan and- yeah, oh, like the whole thing. Like okay. they had to bring, like bring in their own water to take baths. They were real poor. Eight kids. But with eight kids, there's no time. Like, there's no time for that. No time. And then she was working with another couple that had one kid and all this help. Like, they have the nanny. They have that. They have this. The, the. And the mom never feels like she's doing enough. Hmm. And I don't have all that the problem. attention. And there was one, they the couple was getting in a fight because uh, the husband like came home and like wanted her to take out the trash or there was trash or whatever. And she said, "I how am I supposed to take out the trash when I'm watching the child?" And it's like, okay, you right. don't have to like be holding him twenty four yeah, hours a it's day. Almost like put a him in the playpen. Like we are, and we've talked about this before that it was only until child labor laws came into place that children became these things that we worshipped because before they were labor, labor. Well, and that's back when they in the article they wrote about how when they did this study back in the day the yeah. number was much higher because. Of course, they were helping. Yes. Now this kid's dead weight, my house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, whether you have one kid or tons of kids, I think you'll agree. You don't want to have to go to the grocery store. Abs- in fact, there you go. There. <laughs> just in, just get take care of it. Just go to Instacart. Instacart it. They have an app. Sakes. They have a website. What, you can play with your kids. You can take a nap, do whatever the heck you want because somebody else is going to shop for you. This is our new favorite thing at our house. I have used it probably 10 times this week alone. Oh, it is so great. And for how far away I live from yeah. the GD grocery store. It's a store, game changer. They get here faster than what it would take me to go there myself. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's a 100% machine. true. That's unverified that they they're have a time already machine. there. <laughs> it's like that. They're there. They're shop, And then they just have to make one, dry, one direction. The thing that I love about it is that they have a variety of retailers. Yes. So if you want Whole Foods, if you want Costco, if you want CVS, Ralph's, whatever your local grocery Smart store is. Final. Smart and final, they have it and they'll go and get them all and bring them to your house in as little as an hour or a time you select. They can deal with hot items and cold items and they keep them the right temperature. Try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY, instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Please. So easy. So easy. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. So, yeah, people used to use kids as helping around the house, and yeah. and then the older kids would take care of the younger kids. Yep. It was a whole scene. Yeah. Now, they leech off of you. Mm-hmm. They want nothing but praise. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm happy to and give it to fancy birthday parties. <laughs> right. My so, kids are just getting bubble wrap. That's all they're getting for their birthday party. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like works. You don't have to do that. No. And that's kind of what the article is saying. Is like, you can actually enjoy your kids and have a full life and even maybe have more if you want. Mm-hmm. If you would just let go of the bullshit you're yes. participating in. It's such... I, I hope that... So you know how we talked a little bit ago about this... Um, like perfectly imperfect yeah. thing. I want. I hope that that keeps going to the point where it becomes fashionable to be real. Yep. Yeah. And to just be like, nah, I'm not taking him to that. Oh no, we're not signing up for that this year. Oh no, we're not. That's insane. They're well, going to be a kid and they're going to go play. I was reading about how Mark Zuckerberg was saying that the future is private, which the irony there. The reason we're not private is because of Facebook, but whatever. Oh, regardless. Oh, my God. I thought about how that is how life works and things do yes. go full circle. So after everyone was beautiful and airbrushed and perfect, there is going to be that reaction totally. of, no, let's keep it real. Yes. Um, and maybe that will happen with parenting too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You, you can know, lead the charge. I see with like teen girls now. And then their parents, if their parents came from a generation, and especially with Caucasian parents, mm-hmm. mothers, we'll call them moms, where they have a very narrow view, well, like it's middle to upper class white women who have, from generation or two ago who have a very narrow view of beauty. And it's still that like Calvin Klein slender, super skinny model type. Yes. And then... Their kids who are in high school now. Bootylicious. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, bigger the better, yeah. more to love. Yeah. Everybody's a beach body. And I see the disconnect. I see the how at school a girl can be like, damn, she looks so good. And then she gets home and feels like her body isn't good enough only because it's her mom's definition of beauty, not the her generation's definition of beauty and like to have to bridge the gap and is very difficult to do because that's how the mother has been judging herself. That's how the mother has been judging everybody else. That's how the mother was taught to look at everybody and what was beautiful based on the Calvin Klein ads or whatever it is that, that, that we're out in like the, you know, late eighties and early nineties. This is something that is on my mind a lot. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the wheels turning as, as I was saying this. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think it, most listeners, if you think about your relationship with your mom yes, and how that uh, influenced your idea of beauty. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 1 million percent. And so it's sort of this little voice all the time yep. in your mind yep. that you might not want. Mm-hmm. I know for me that's the case. And the message from my mom, which I have absorbed on a cellular level, mm-hmm. is that the smaller you are, the more valuable you are, right? Ugh. Trigger warning after the fact. Yeah. But I mean, that's something that I think a lot it's, of yeah. people deal with, especially as you said, yeah. generation before yeah. the one now. Yeah. Yes. And earlier. Um, and I shouldn't even narrow it down to just upper middle class. That's just what I've seen it in. And I'm sure it just is everybody. Well, and media fed yeah, us that much. Right. It was exactly. reinforced by everything you yes. see. And so, do you remember those days of like the? St- I mean, they looked like human. Hang- they were just like nothing, mm-hmm. no boobs, no nothing, straight bodies. Yeah, well, and I think about that with my boobs now uh-huh. because it masks 
uh-huh. what is actually going on. Uh-huh. And the, like, if I get small, people don't notice, right. which is probably a good thing, but it's kind of... It's the same thing for me when I would get big because nobody would notice because my boobs were all small and I still fit into a small, like our smaller shirts on top. Right. And, and you would it's know. weird, but I think it's an important thing to sort of unpack and yeah. look at how I do see it with the younger, like my nieces that they love themselves yep. and I'm so happy, but how did that happen? Right. And I'm like, dang it. I was just 10 years late at <laughs> maybe 15, maybe 20. Like, yep. But like totally. in general, the message has always been the more that a woman shrinks, yeah. the the more that society appreciates that. And I always felt like no matter what, I was doing so well in school. I was captain of the water polo team. I did everything. I was taking care of my brothers. And my mom, every time when I would sit down, would pinch the little chub. Like she grabbed it. And that I just thought for, and still like um, every time I sit down, what I What do you think her intention like, was? I don't I didn't mean know. to interrupt. What were you going to say? Oh, no, every time nothing. you sit down. That I still think about, and I still, even though I, in, in my head. You have an awareness. Yes. It's when the same as when my brother that. told me I was tone deaf and I was like, I, I That's am. what I mean by absorbing it, it on a cellular I, on level. On a cellular level, I would still believe, like I looked in the, like Landon, I was telling Landon like, I think my, like, why do my ribs stick out so far? Like, like not because I'm super skinny, but I just have one of those flared rib cages where. I want one of those. Like, no, it, you really don't. Because oh, okay. one time I have such small boobs. This is a true story. One time, and I was like sucking in, a guy rubbed the top of my ribs right here, and I think he thought it was my boob. Because they honestly stick out the same, the same. Look, there, there. It's the same. Same. And he rubbed that, and I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, I think he thinks that's my tit. (laughs) I was younger, but in my head, I was like, oh, God, no matter what I do, I can't see myself that way. Like, not. I, I still see myself as the kid sitting in the car with my mom when she leaned over and pinched my chub. Yeah. Which wasn't even chub for Christ's sake. I was 13. And that's what happens with hormones and everything. I grew up and then out and then up and well, then out. Well, and it, I should answer my own question because I was saying, what do you think her intention was? Oh, yeah. It was, it was about herself, how of she feels about herself. A hundred percent. Yeah, it wasn't even about you. Never, ever. Mm-hmm. And now I realize that. Yeah. And it was all because she would always say, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm so this. And I remember being so hurt by that because I. I just. Sarah, what this she is say? great. We have Alexa in here. I shouldn't say her name. Oh, I said it. Oh no. Never mm, mind. Never mind. We have that thing that responds to your voice in here. <laughs> And I said something about fats, and she told she said that's one of the three macronutrients. The other are now she's shaming us. She is well, actually, she was telling us about. She was saying fats are good. She was like, that's one of the macronutrients, which is great. Wouldn't like that well, message, let mom. Let it slide. But yeah, why yeah. can't she be our mom? <laughs> right. I want Alexis. Oh my god, I keep saying her name. Okay, wait. But um, yes. Here's the thing, though. Since adulthood and especially since this show came to be and i've gotten all this positive basically free therapy from sarah i have i have um you know embraced the idea that strong is the key strong is sexy strong is sexy and thanks to open fit which is this program where you can access videos of workouts and things like that um you can work out for 10 minutes a day yeah, that's and what I do. Wow. I feel like that is the key to just yep. your brain yep. 
and becoming stronger and just getting those chemical whatever the hell comes out in your brain yeah all, all the good stuff serotonin and dopamine mm-hmm. yes. and it's for me like this isn't about weight loss or anything like that for me it's just about like getting in touch with your body being strong and just kind of being in, it's about mindfulness too oh yes getting in point. touch with your body um, but open fit is great. They have a million workouts, whatever you're into. If you want to try their extend bar, which you can do without paying a million dollars for one of those gym for real memberships for real. And they have lots of stuff where you don't even need, um, equipment. Yep. That's what I do. Those 10 minute booty. I still have not done that. And I need to, it's so good. I saw my mom's ass ready. again on oh. my body and I was like, I forgot. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. You know how like you don't. Well, maybe you look at your, if I had your butt, I would look at mine more, but I don't, but, but I don't look at my butt that much. So when I get a glimpse, I'm like, oh, I forgot. Oh, it's God. terrible. It's like when squats, I have a squats, tattoo squats. on my back. Oh yeah. I'm like, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. You don't see it all Anyway. Time. Okay. <laughs> Open, Hit has, Open Fit has changed the way we work out and use our code brain candy and you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Do whatever you want. Do it little or a lot. Just get strong with us. Again, use our code brain candy. Start using open fit for your journey to a healthier life right now during the open fit 30 day challenge. Our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. When you text brain candy to 30, 30, 30, or just get strong. You don't have to lose weight, whatever you're into. You will get full access to open fit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text brain candy to 30, 30, 30. It's to like, that's what I'm saying in general is like about empowerment and for you, for you want to get bigger, you want to get smaller, you want to get stronger, whatever. Yeah. And I think, you know, we have this attachment to, you know, a number on the scale or a size or whatever that's in our head. And we have this idea that happiness equals that. And then we project that like as a parent, you know, this is what I see. I see these parents then projecting that idea of what their concept of perfect and beauty and whatever is onto their kid. And that doesn't match their child's concept. And that's where it's, you're never ever going to, you're, you're going to feel like you're they're, they don't care. They're not listening to you. You know, I just think about it like every time, you know, the kid, like they're out at a family dinner and the kid says, I want a hamburger. And the mom goes, are you sure you want that? And it's like, don't say that. You just let her eat that for goodness sakes. What is it? What is it? It's education and it's desire. And if she has the education, she knows what to eat. She knows when. So it's desire. And you know what makes desire worse? Having somebody... Over your shoulder, I wish you could you, teach that though, because it's hard I know, to. I know, I'm trying. If someone doesn't um, have that mindset, it's really hard to right. so get you, them to you, see yes. it. Yes, and you can't do anything in the moment. So first, you have to work on how do we expand that mindset? How do we change, soften those rules and expectations? Mm-hmm. How do we open up their mind to really thinking about it from the other person's perspective? I had a conversation with Lincoln the other day because. I was like, hey, what's your favorite thing about me? I love and, to say that. <laughs> and he was like, everything. Aww. And then I'm like, okay, so here are my favorite things about you. And then I started naming them. Yeah. And he denied all charges. Like he said he didn't agree with Aww. all the good things I was saying and that he didn't see himself that way. My heart is breaking it, right mine now. Mine broke. And okay, I was so like, what was the follow-up to that? What What did you say after that? I just showed evidence oh, that's of good. my um, opinions because 
I'm not going to say something that's not true. Absolutely. So I was like, what about, cause I was yeah. saying how funny he is he's and so he's funny. like, I'm not. And I was like, what about when you said karate cats? That was super funny. Yeah. And like certain Do you jokes. tell him that Sarah thinks he's real funny? No, but you tell him tell Sarah him. says he's real funny. <laughs> and I just thought, wonder what made him believe that about himself. And yeah. we'll never know. Cause yeah. there are so many things that influence our own perceptions, uh-huh. whether like, it's a teacher or a student. Or how he defines funny. Right. Or who is he comparing himself right. to? I mean, if it's a bunch of like kids who are making fart jokes right now and he's coming up with these elevated puns, it's just wrong audience. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And so in his group, <laughs> he's not Jesus funny. Even Jesus wasn't appreciated in his hometown. There you go. <laughs> At any rate, I'm just saying that I think a lot of people hear feedback from their folks yeah. growing up. And then keep it forever. Internalize it. Yeah. And we have to like break Define those chains. ourselves by it. Yeah. Um, I wonder what would have happened if you would have asked Lincoln what he thinks the best things about him are. What what he likes best about himself. Yeah. I will because I would like to know. Because I wonder if that's kind of like the first hint at him kind of saying my thoughts and opinions are mine about and yours are your like your and almost separating it but not really having the vocabulary to do that mm-hmm. like yeah you think all those things about me but what i think is i'm a really like for example i always thought in my head everywhere else i was a really great athlete and i was really athletic and at your my family house, did not appreciate they that laughed at that uh-huh. they thought it was a joke and they would have defined me as oh she's really you know, responsible or she's really like smart or whatever. And I would have been like, well, no, I want to be, I want that. And if I were younger, I would have been mad that they said that. Like I'm trying to think of what six-year-old Sarah yeah, who really sure. like valued athleticism, I'll even though I didn't at the him. time, but just like, you know, hypothetically. Yeah. I wonder if I would have been mad at them saying that mm-hmm. because I'm fighting so hard to identify as, or like, project yeah. bit, my identity as, as this. We keep coming back to identity. It's such an always, important idea. Always, always, always. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I will ask him though, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, to be continued on that one. Yeah. On the subject of identity, but kind of uh, recognizing all identities and all different colors of people. Yep. Have you seen the new uh, True Color Bandages? Yes. Wasn't that great? So great. So thank God. Yes. And, and people oh, kept tagging us like, hey, look. Because we had been talking about yep. how that's such a small thing, but not, not in the blackish episode. Right. And yes. then that guy posted that emotional thing. Wasn't it beautiful? And he was like, I didn't think it was gonna be like this, but when I looked down <gasps> and you could not see the wound. Right. I mean, I can understand. I read I mean almost all of all that thread. Yeah. It was I was so proud and happy to see all of the a lot of white men yeah. coming out and saying, I didn't know about this. I didn't even know this thing. Thank you so much. And I will absolutely stock these and I, I recognize this and now I see. So these I are bandages that, that match yes. people of color of yes. all shades. They come in a, a variety of shades. You can get the Imagine. box. Imagine. And one of the 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 um, comments below there that I just felt like, oh my God, I never even I of course I didn't think about this was uh, an actor who was on there who said, I work on film and we're always getting like cuts and bruises and stuff like that from, you know, just being active in a, say you're in an action movie. That's what happens. And that the makeup artists have to paint the band-aids or have had to in the past paint the band-aids brown to make them match the skin tone. Could you even imagine? I never thought about it. Me neither. 
And that's why it's so that's important privilege. to stop. And th- yep, check your privilege. There well, you go, my Band-Aid privilege. Now imagine, let's say we bought the dark Band-Aids yeah. and had to wear one every yeah. time we got a cut. I kind of think I want to wear them. I do too. I almost want to know on some level. I could yeah. never know what that's like ever. But just the how that... It would highlight yes. your error, right? Whatever caused you to have an injury, right? It would put it on display yeah. rather than mask it, yeah. Which is so symbolic to the whole totally. bullshit All of, it. of race. But I just want to wear them so that I can advertise, like, just so you know, Sarah's a badass. There are different color bandages out there. And oh, I thought you wanted you people don't... to know, like, I'm a tough guy. Oh, like, look hurt. at my cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, cut myself over here. Right. But I mean, I was touched by the emotion that he expressed. Me too. And I can see why that would be a big deal. And those are those little things that we have to be, you know, we don't recognize unless you're walking in somebody else's shoes. And just the idea that we need to be putting ourselves, oh, not idea, we do need to be putting ourselves in in other people's shoes every now and then when we kind of like, the same way I think guys need to think about us at the gas station. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We need to think about those little things that, oh, this seems really easy to this person. Right. You know? And it is hard if you don't, if someone's not educating you, because how would that you is, know? That is, that is true. But you kind of have to like yeah. seek it out. And you have to educate yourself. And you have to, what it real what the thought that pops into my head that's the most important is meeting a lot, like surrounding yourself with Diverse people. You, if you, you surround have to be yourself, very conscious about it. Yeah. If you just surround yourself with the same type of person, you're in the same friend group, they all think the same, act the same, they do the same, the same, look the same, have the same privilege, you don't really get an opportunity to see how other people have it. You have to talk to, meet, interact with, like yeah. all that. Then it will change your mind. It will. Yeah. Because you're like, Cause it oh, can't not. we have more, we're more alike than we are different. Yeah, exactly. We are all way more alike than we are different. One thing that makes us all alike is that we all wear underwear. Yes, we do. Well, I mean. I mean, more or less. More or less. <laughs> and if you're smart, you're wearing me undies because you're spending about 90% of your life in underwear. I mean. I'm probably like 100 I was gonna say, I thought you were going to say like 60. I was no. eager to hear your That's percentage. Um, but you know how like women's underwear are usually... Oh, so uncomfortable. Yeah, they're super uncomfortable. You can can it with that lace. Yeah. I mean, I just want to live uh, my uh, life, uh, people. Uh, uh. Right. <laughs> and MeUndies has micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. And let's face it, cotton is pretty soft. Yeah, so three times... Right? It's basically like sleeping on a bed of uh, baby lambs. Oh. And or just like walking around all day on one. <laughs> it feels like heaven. That's all I know. Um, and they have lounge pants. They have bralettes, onesies. Adam wears his llama. I wear my onesies. <laughs> all the time. You're matching ones. And they are them. incredible. Me Undies has an amazing offer for you guys. You can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash brain candy. That's MeUndies.com slash brain candy. I wouldn't steer you wrong with your underpants. That's true. I and, just wouldn't do that. And you know that. what, people? She was selling me on this for a long time, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. And then Susie got me a pair of MeUndies, and I tried them on, and I was like... Oh, oh my God! I get it. 
what would the heck was I doing with any of that other crap? It's like she was born again. No, it really, it was. Which, and so it's so funny that we were, yeah, you say that you thought I was going to say 60% of time or something like that. Yeah, I thought you let it breathe or something. No. In fact, <laughs> I went commando for the first time in my entire adult, well, adult, like since I made the decision to put sure. on underwear mm-hmm. that was my own, have not gone commando until How just this it? weekend. How was it for you, Sarah? It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Which sounds like a crazy thing because I feel like a bunch of people do this all the time anyway. Like it's like a normal thing for people. Yeah. And I even like Lance, I was trying on different. So I was wearing that pink outfit. Did you see that picture? It was yeah, like pink beautiful. matching. So cute, I right? Love that color it's like on my you. new favorite outfit. I'm definitely wearing it for graduation, which means I'll go for the second time in my life uh, commando again. <laughs> Why do you? Oh, panty lines. That was it. You mm-hmm. could not. There was not a single pair of underwear that I I could find that didn't. It was not the back that was the problem. It was the front because they were like high waisted yeah. and really tight. Yeah, which is like great. But, but what about like puberty? What do you mean puberty? I don't know. What, oh, you mean like pubes? Well, like oh. anything. Like I don't know if you have you know? any puberty or. <laughs> I love how you're calling it puberty. Adam thinks it's really good. That's so funny. Pubic, you know what's the worst? That then the word that I hate the most in that general region. The, the, this, this is a weird word to say on here, but the pubic mound is what that area is called. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what a weird name for that. But I understand that that's the term. But Yeah, what you know, about your pubic mound? No, I mean, post laser hair removal, there's really not a lot going on. So it was fine. Okay. You know, I don't shave. I don't do anything to it. So it's like all natural, but post, you know, laser. Anyways, okay. it was not a problem. And, uh, <laughs> but Jesus. it reminded me of a story that I had read because like, as I'm like, going to put these pants on. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going commando. I don't know what I think is. You know what I think it is? I don't have a predictable cycle. So my period could start anytime. And it feels like I'm always rolling the dice if I do that. Yeah. You know, like there's, I have like a two week window where it could, it's totally unpredictable and irregular. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh God, it's supposed to start in five days, but what if it starts tonight? I can't control that. What am I going to do? Okay. So that's too dangerous. Mm -hmm. And no, no, not, no, like, like a a millimeter barrier of like one other layer of fabric is going to save me. But in my mind it did. Yeah. 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 I get what you're saying. So as I'm getting dressed, I'm reminded, uh, did I ever talk on here about Lily Pulitzer and how she became a thing? I have read an article, but I... We okay. have not talked about it. So, Lily Pulitzer. We both read the same fucking we thing. We probably did. I read her story and I was shocked. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you know. Well, just that... Oh, this is so great. <laughs> that um, I remember how she just sort of created this thing, um, the designs. Yes. And she was just a mom and a wife yep. and doing her thing. And then... Uh, how she sold the company and all mm-hmm, that jazz, mm-hmm. and then it's exploding Huge. now again. Right. But just all that jazz. And it all started because, well, for two reasons. One, because she wanted to design a dress that you could go commando in. Oh, that part I yes, didn't Yes, she remember. was, that's what made me think of it. Why so was that so th- important? This is the great, she, well, once I tell you the backstory, there may be more to it that they don't really write about. <laughs> so Lily Pulitzer. When she was in her, I want to say early to mid 20s, had a breakdown and ended up in a 
like a what you'd call like a psychiatric hospital. My she was like article in, was less thorough. Okay, I, well, I went on a deep dive after I read the. I was like, <laughs> I need to know everything now because they hinted at it a little bit, and I was like, is this a thing? Okay, and so she went into a like a psych ward. And she was feeling like she didn't know who she was. Her, she had no like purpose, no drive. And she was like, I guess I'm crazy. This is where I belong. And they were like, mm, you just need a hobby was really like what they like diagnosed her with. But then I wonder- Because wasn't she could wealthy been, already? Yes. Yeah. She was like a, a wealthy, from wealthy family yes, that's in what like I remember. the Florida area. Well, and her husband was Pulitzer. Yes. It means something. So she was like- what do I even contribute? I guess I'm worthless, which drove her crazy. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, I don't know if she was the one who, who, um, what do you call it? Like signed herself into the clinic. Oh. What do you call it? Admitted herself. Yeah. I don't know if it was voluntary or if it was uh, forced, Yeah. but she went either to a side way. Board, either way. And when she came out, she was like, I need to find a sense of purpose. And then she designed the dress and that she originally made it as just, what do I like? I like to be comfortable. I live in this really hot weather. I love going commando. And she designed the dress to be a fabric that's thick enough to where you couldn't see anything if you didn't wear underwear. Wow. And that her whole premise for starting the line is a dress that you can go commando in. Gosh, I can I can safely say this was not in the article I read. That, right, we clearly read different articles, yeah. but now I want to post mine in our <laughs> right. Because I'm like, or at least I want to share it with you so you can but see the I whole history. I can imagine of- that being a design. Uh, thing that you would be obsessed with, like, boy, I really want to take I, off my the, undies. I don't, I, I don't know. It makes me kind of think that she was like a wild woman that they didn't really talk about, like, yeah, or maybe she, maybe she, she was. There was something else. Yeah, her, there's know, like something else. Mm-hmm. Issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, good for her. But like the highlights from the, what I read was mental institution didn't well, like underwear, <laughs> made dresses, so made what money. Did you? feel when you went commando i was nervous for the first very nervous and then you let it go after a few and then i forgot about it yeah after a little while yeah i and then i like check i went to the bathroom more often than i needed to because i like wanted to check were you worried about period though mostly or leakage both drippage just like reg regular just discharge yeah just like you know lady stuff ladies you know Yeah, it's really inconvenient to have a hole that goes up into your body. (laughs) Um, You know, just hanging out. Gravity happens. Yes. So thanks to Lily Pulitzer. At any rate, you looked beautiful. Thank you. And I didn't sense any uncomfortable... I did not feel uncomfortable. Feelings. Right. I was good. Because, I I mean, I forgot about it. There were a few moments where I was like, I don't have underwear on. Can people see everything? You know, and we've talked about this before. Like, I need to up my vagina confidence. Everybody does. I was just going to say, though, because you're the perfect person to go commando. Why? Like if, well, because I think your vagina is um, more compact oh, yeah. than mine is. But, you know, they age. <laughs> they do. It's a fact. Right. You What's know? going on with yours? I mean, it's, not, it's still much, mostly the same, but it's there's de- it's really? definitely like not what it was when I was 18. What is it now? I mean, I'm similar, fascinated. but just, oh, let's just say when I go get my bikini waxed, I have to be more involved in the pulling the skin tight <laughs> portion. <laughs> portion. Right. Because if I don't, 
oh, hell no, that shit's painful. Okay, gotcha. So there's definitely more of that there's going more on. Give. But you know what? In all fairness, the same thing with my makeup. I was like, when do I, since when did I have to lift my eyelid up to put on eyeshadow? Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. <laughs> but now I do that. See? Because my skin isn't in the same place it was 10 years ago. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. But for the most part, I mean, I it's pretty good. I don't think I could go commando in that outfit. Because you'd be like, oh, there's vagina flaps. Oh, goodness. Honestly, I think that. When, what are they going to design? That's my thought. When I put those on, I was thinking, how come, or is there? Two thoughts. One is there, and if there isn't, then how can I invent something that acts like underwear that it, that is almost more like, like not really like a pad, but something that would just, you can put as a liner. Almost like pasties yes. for vaginas. That's there what definitely got to have that. For those occasions. This is probably like those really, really thin pads, but I want it to be able to, so that you can't see it. In pants. Does this exist? I don't know because think about if you had to go to the bathroom, you'd have to rip oh, that thing off. Oh, really good point. My okay. pee hole would be furious. Really good point. I don't know. Right. Somebody make that happen. Like the Spanx ladies, they seem like they're yeah, inventive. They do. I mean, they got those faux like leather ones. I mean, they got everything <laughs> now. They got everything. Yeah. I need the body rate, spank. I'm, I'm just proud need, of you yeah. for going commando. Yeah. For whatever reason. Thanks. Um, okay. Let's move on. Oh, speaking of like female fashion. Yeah. I know that you're very passionate about the tiny backpacks. I am. Oh, I love them. And why do I love them so much? Because I didn't have one when I was little. That's it. I read an article in the Atlantic about the revival of the feminine backpack. And Uh it was, I think maybe you were just ahead of your time. I love hearing that. (laughs) Keep, Keep talking. Because it was saying that... Um, backpacks for women sales are up like 30%. And I think that they said in the article that women are rejecting the idea that they should be uncomfortable. Right. I'm going to carry a purse that I always carry on one side. That's going to cause me hundred percent back problems. Yeah. Guaranteed. No ifs, ands, or buts. You walk at an angle crooked with more weight on one side of you and it's always the same side. Yeah. Let's see what happens in 40 years. Yeah. And they say that women are less tolerant of those things. And they're saying, I want a backpack. And it's kind of bullshit that men, any job can waltz up in like a North Face or REI situation. Like they're fucking going camping. Yes. And it's no big whoop. But if we did that, they'd be like, uh, excuse me. That's so true. Why are you a mountaineer? Right. And so we have to find one that's cute and like feminine yeah, and like in a way like, yes, yes. And so they were saying that that's a problem, but the point is that women are at least looking out for their yeah. comfort and well being. I mean, don't even get me started on the heels because. I mean, I mean. Even, and I'm a heel lover, but yeah. I still am like, this is so patriarchal. It's t- Every time I wear them, I think that. It is I'm not like, right. My legs look great, but I am not happy but I about am it. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel too. Because yeah. I love it and I like being feminine. And I've sort of positioned it as like almost like a kill bill mentality uh-huh. of like badass witchery. Yeah, that's how you gotta do it. Where you're like, I could take this off and kill you with it. It's yes. a weapon in my yeah. mind. 
Yes. But the truth is they're really limiting your ability to escape <sighs> being raped and murdered. Good Lord. Let's be honest. Yeah. And so that's kind of the downside about it. Mm. But they look really cute. Yeah, and do. so I appreciated this article about the feminine backpack symbolizing women taking care of themselves. Well, I love that. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, was pregnant and made a whole little like, you know, Amazon list of everything that I wanted to get, the only diaper bag I'm interested in is a backpack. Yeah. Only I had a backpack. one. I already have it picked out. Yep. I know they are so cute now. There are really cute That's what women's I did. backpacks out there. I ain't no fool. And I did. You got to carry a-, a freaking baby for Christ's sake. Yeah. Mine was a North Face. It was just like Ugh, good old yeah. fashioned. But there are so many. Yeah, Target makes such cute ones now. Mm-hmm. I think that's where mine, the one I liked, is from. Yeah, you know. Do you think Landon would wear it? Uh, yeah, because okay. I made sure to get one or like pick out one that was, uh, you know, it's like gray. I mean, ho- maybe they'll still have it. Hopefully, I'll find one similar. Yeah. When the day comes. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But real, I mean, it was like diaper bags super used to cute. be some bullshit. Oh. Man, yeah, serious. You can bullshit. shove that right up your ass, yeah. And there are a whole bunch of little features that, like, you know, I really looked for because I read a whole bunch of articles about men who were, and we even talked about this in the show about the dads who were angry that there were no changing tables in the men's restroom because they're supposed to be changing their kid, and they're like. I have to literally take off my own sweatshirt, put it on the bathroom floor, put my kid down on top of it. Yeah. So I found a bag that had a built-in bottom that you unzip and roll out, yeah. and it's like a, t- a tarp. Yeah. And you can do it anywhere. Yeah. They should all come with that. Standard. Yeah. Genius. I think a lot of them do now, but I that, love that is important. Yeah. So those little things. All right. It's been fun. Oh, we're done. Oh, my God. I mean, time so flies fun. when you're like talking about vagina flaps. I was just going to say when you're going commando, so, you know. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We love you guys. Bye. And Bye. if you have underwear solutions, tell us. <laughs> underwear solutions. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.